Hey everyone, I'm Blaine. And I'm Sydney. And you're listening to Diz Nerds. Welcome back everyone. And today with us, we have a special guest. Want to introduce him, Blaine? Yeah. Hey everybody, get ready to say hi to Joseph. Hey everybody. Hi Joseph. Thanks so much for stopping by tonight. Thanks for having me here. It's awesome to have you on the podcast, Joseph. So our podcast focuses on Disney movies, but more importantly, Disney movie theories. Ooh, very intriguing. Very intriguing. So we go behind the scenes and kind of in depth to debunk some of the theories that we come across online and people share with us. And we've been doing some research on the movies that we have prepared this week, and uh, we want to know what you think about them. Sounds good to me. Let's hear it. All right, let's get started. Blaine, if you don't mind, I'll start us off with the big reveal. Go ahead, Sid. All right. So this week, the theory I found is all about Up. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. This theory makes me actually really sad, and so I can't wait to see what you guys have to say about it. But this theory, it says that the whole story of Up is actually, as we know, an adventure with Carl and Russell But in reality, Carl has passed away after he leaves the courtroom once they've told him that he needs to move out of his house and leave his home. And Russell is his guardian angel helping him to cross over into the afterlife. And his assisting the elderly badge is actually a metaphor for him trying to earn his wings and get on the next tier of angel. I know, right? It's all about how the senior wilderness explorer is the next level of angel. Angel and wow. all that kind so of stuff. So basically, but let's take the most depressing start to a Disney movie and make the entire movie. <laughs> and not a only that, experience. but it's not like the start of Up wasn't already depressing enough. Right? Yeah, that's what. Yeah. So that's the theory I'm bringing to the table tonight. Blaine, what do you got for us? Okay, so my theory talks about Aladdin. Okay. You know, Aladdin. You know, yeah, my the, favorite Disney movie. Yeah, it was one time in Agrabah. You know, it's pretty great. I love that movie. Okay, so this theory talks about basically two characters, and it connects them in a way that most people probably wouldn't assume right away. I'm not sure if you remember because uh, it's been a while since I watched Aladdin. It starts out with this merchant who hops off the back of a camel and he sets up a shop trying to sell you things. Eventually gets on to a spiel about the magic lamp and starts talking about how like the magic lamp changed the course of a young man's life, how it set Aladdin on this path. And that's kind of what goes into the movie and what leads into everything that's going to happen. And so it kind of foreshadows in a way. Something that uh, was pretty interesting as I was reading is that Robin Williams voiced both the character of the genie and the merchant at the beginning of the movie. Now, Theory also goes on to say that they have similar clothing. I mean, they both wear blue. I mean, the genie doesn't wear a whole lot of clothing, but still. Uh, they're both blue, you know what I mean? So yeah, right. They also have similar uh, facial hair. Um, they also have very similar like character traits as well, like the way they articulate things and the way they kind of like have a very comedic appeal to them, and they both always are making jokes. And Because the merchant's obviously trying to entertain you into buying his products, and then the genie's all entertaining you in the way that he's kind of serving you but it's also like he is the entertainment so they they tie in these two characters and they're the same character and so the theory states that the merchant at the beginning is the genie and they were supposed to do some kind of reveal at the end but never happened so all these clues they point to one thing and that's that the genie and the merchant are the same identity now obviously this is just a theory but it has been confirmed by the director of aladdin ron clements and he has a quote that says That was the whole intention originally. We even had that at the end of the movie, where he would reveal himself to be the genie, and of course Robin did the voice of the peddler, or or the merchant. Just through story changes and some editing, we lost the reveal at the end, so that's an urban legend that actually is true. That's pretty awesome. Very interesting. Yeah. You know, I also heard a theory about Aladdin revolving around the merchant, Mm. Um, and it's very similar to Up, not the whole sad part. 
Well, I mean, sad in its own way. But the whole theory is that the movie in its entirety is a story made up by the merchant all to get you to buy a lamp. (laughs) That's actually pretty good. I like that one. I've always thought that was pretty interesting. So these two theories are rather contradicting each other here. So only one of them can be true because if he is the genie. Not necessarily. Explain. He could be the genie telling his story, trying to get you to buy the lamp. I mean, But it would be a true story. Well, it because it's not it a, a true story. story. It just yeah. said a story. Well, isn't that the whole point, though? Because the, the whole point of the, the merchant showing us the lamp was so that we'd buy it. And the story makes it more attractive. So you'd think that it was a made-up story. Or is it the history? But that's kind of, that's the thing, is it like, to get you to, get you to I think sell so. it better, I think you would make up a story. That's well, that's the thing. I think that... And he in, sells a carpet that looks a heck of a lot, like the flying carpet. You're right. I, I do think that... It, if that theory is to be legitimate, it would have to be a fake story. Yeah. Because that's actually the whole point. Like right. the reason right. he tells us the story of Aladdin is so that we buy the lamp. Right. True. So it, Which is something that he would make up intentionally just to sell it. Exactly. Right. So if he's trying to embellish or, or make a fake story to make the lamp more appealing, then absolutely. But that's in line with the story. If it's a fake story, then that's a legitimate theory. Okay. Well, with that and seeing the direction we're going in, I think it's time to bet on it. Let's bet, bet on it. Bet on it. Bet on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time to bet on it. All right, so let, let's focus on the, the up theory first. All right. Okay, all right. What do you boys think? So I'm, I'm if that is to, to be believed to be true, where is Ellie at the end? Because if he, the whole point is he reaches the afterlife, right? And it's his journey there. And Russell helps him cross over. And you see the house at the end. And it's the, the only house at Paradise Falls. Like they planned the whole movie. Would there be some sort of reference to him being with his wife? If he was supposed to be reaching the afterlife, wouldn't she be there too? I think that he gets her after the credits. Simply because if you remember the end of the movie, instead of going and like living his life alone and away, he comes back for Russell and is there to bestow Russell with the assisting the elderly badge. So in my mind, that means if we were to believe this theory, I would say that means that he put off seeing his beloved Ellie for just a little bit longer to go and give his little guardian angel his wings. Well, that's just heartbreaking <laughs> in a very happy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So if we're to believe this theory, in my mind, that's the route it would have taken. Because this whole movie, Carl is this grumpy old man who just wants to be alone and escape and mm-hmm. wants nothing to do with anybody. Right. And by the end of the movie, he finds this friend in little Russell. And so Russell's been there for him the entire movie. He might have been messing things up and tripping over things and bringing Kevin home and all that crazy stuff. But he's always been there for Carl. So at the very end, we see a character development and he's a dynamic character at the end and has learned to be there for others and to still find happiness and so on and so forth. So if we're to believe this theory, I would say that he put off seeing his Ellie for just a short time longer so that way he could give his little angel his wings. <laughs> <laughs> what does this tell us about uh, Disney's religious views? I think this is uh, some pretty interesting existential <laughs> stuff. Interesting like, this question. is what we what get for bringing in the intellectual we've to brought the, Joseph podcast. On the podcast. You know, like, wh- who would, who would Kevin and Doug be 
in this storyline potentially what is it in in native american culture your your spirit animals that guide you across into the afterlife too so like kevin and doug and don't they also teach you lessons yes they do do doug and kevin teach him lessons i think i think doug teaches him loyalty what does kevin teach him patience patience and if you remember in the beginning one of the saddest parts of the beginning montage was that him and ellie were never able to have children and kevin Mm. turns out to be a female with chicks so what if kevin is really the spirit animal teaching carl how to be a father figure to russell easter egg guys wow disney is native american disney believes their tribal religion. religion yes also existential relativism in that heaven is what you want it to be because he ends up at paradise falls which is where he wanted to be in a house floating by balloons yes and this also justifies the whole balloons lifted up the house thing because like looking at it purely physically that number of balloons could not lift up a house Definitely lift up a human. <laughs> that is just it, it could potentially lift up a human you know you just a need enough size, lift force I'd but like yes a, a house be out you. not a chance man so this is this is how potentially that that wonky physics makes sense because yep. it's not actually physical. This was not, a spiritual it's journey. Spiritual. It's spiritual. Mm. Well, okay. So I mean, all that being said, Joseph, would you bet on this theory or would you not? I would bet on this theory. I mean, I have to agree. I'd also bet on this theory. I like it. I think Disney does this kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, I love I love that Sully got skinned alive and turned into a <laughs> toilet seat cover. Okay, first <laughs> off, you're evil. I Second don't actually off, love that. We did come to the conclusion that it could be his father or True. a relative, and right. it's not Sully. But still, or artificially created. Yeah. Cover. Or Boo Faux went Sully. into the. Faux Sully. Yeah. Or Boo went into the toilet fashion bowl industry wow. and. Wow. In she honor of inspired. her friend. Or maybe she, she and Sully were yeah. reunited, and then she just gave him a haircut. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that one too. I like that. Anyways, a lot better than Sully. Anyways, so but yeah, no, I mean, I I like I like seeing Disney do weird stuff. I like seeing Disney do things that you wouldn't expect, that you wouldn't predict when you're a child. So, it's I like that. I I would bet on it. When I first heard it, I was like, huh, heck no. But after discussing with you guys and like thinking about it and stuff, with the possible like reasons behind the endings and the different like meanings behind the different characters, I also could see myself betting on it. I think. If it's similar to what we just discussed, it would make a very interesting and fun perspective of the film. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I would also bet on it. Wow, that's three bet ons. Unanimous. That's Two. three bet on it. So you know what would make this night even better? What's that? Discussing Aladdin and seeing if we have a unanimous bet on it with that theory as well. Yeah, maybe we do. Maybe. I mean, okay, so what do you, what do you guys think? Okay, so are we talking about the genie being the merchant or the merchant just telling a fake story? Well, I mean, let's let's let's, let's say let's say both. Let's okay. say let's okay. say the merchant is the genie. Okay. Well, I think that is a a pretty safe bet considering it was confirmed by the director. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um right. the the one gaping hole that I find in that theory is there is no reveal like you said they meant to do a reveal no, you're right though you know but I, it's like if if that was something 
so quintessential to we meant for this to be this way. Like, why didn't they do it? They're, exactly. Then yeah, I mean, they just, said they got lost in the editing process, but like, I feel like that wouldn't. That's happen. just conjecture. I feel like this was something that the director liked the idea yeah. of when the fan said it, and he was like, Gosh, "Oh, Joseph, you're right. Confirm. You're right, Joseph. That's like the Frozen entangled the Tarzan thing. thing. In the Tarzan. Yeah, he just like wraps it all That's nice in like a little bow. It's like, yeah. wow, that was perfect. Good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My issue with that theory is because I do like it. I like it, but my issue with it is is he the merchant before the story, or is he the merchant after the story? If he's the merchant after the story, how did he go from being with them on all of their adventures to becoming a merchant? Well, the jur- the genie does go on a trip at the end. Yeah. Here's my problem. The genie does lots of transforming, right? Mm-hmm. But he always keeps the same general aesthetic. Oh, like the genie yeah. does change a lot. He does a lot of shape-shifting. I think the only time he actually changes color is when he talks about being dead. But he's always usually his blue self, no matter how he transforms. So then why now is he an anthropomorphically correct Such a big word. Looking I have no idea what that means. Merchant. Like why does now he look correct as a human when every other shape-shift he's done, he was still his blue airy mass Even what if when, he does become a human but then that, that like poses the a question of when would that happen you know what i mean yeah and, and how even if he were to become a human he would still look the way he did as the genie when he had his legs and he wasn't just his well not vapor. necessarily because think about when jafar gets turned into the genie he totally changes like jafar looked human and then he turned into the big red thingy Okay, that's that true. is true. That is true. But he still did have the same kind of look. But how would a genie turn into a human? Like he'd have to turn himself into a human. Somebody would have to have a wish. But if he was freed, nobody can wish for him to turn exactly. Into a human. Exactly. Isn't there Aladdin too? Yes, there's actually yes. three. Yes. What happens in those? No, it was um. Oh yeah, Return of Jafar is the second one, and then Prince of Thieves is the third one. What happens in those? Um, Jafar uh, returns. Return of Jafar is oh. about Jafar's return, and then and he's still evil. Uh, Prince of Thieves is about Aladdin's dad. Yes, I've never seen these. And it's like a it's like a go off of the the old Arabic den of thieves thing with the open sesame. Yeah, and all that. They go after Midas's hand because it turns everything gold. So that's like the perfect thing for thieves. They chopped off Midas's hand. No, I don't. Even, I don't know. I don't remember it's this movie like, at all. Uh sculpted hand on a stick that's gold and whenever it touches they something. They chopped off Midas's hand and put it on a stick. <laughs> anyway, we're getting Sounds off like topic. It hurts. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll watch it. We'll have a podcast bonding night and watch All I really want to know is if maybe he's freed or... He's not. Not uh, in those other two movies. In fact, in movies? the other two movies in Jafar he's Returns... Free? Yeah, he's free. Oh, but he's Jafar not. isn't. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> My question was: Is does the genie go back to the lamp in those movies? No, no, no. no he's he remains totally free. free. Um, he in the second movie, I think they're planning the wedding, and so he comes back for that because in the third movie is the wedding, which I believe. In the second movie, he comes back in tropical clothing because he just got done traveling. Mm. So that's why, and that's at the beginning of the second movie. So that's why I have a hard time believing that even if he was to change his skin color, he would turn into a merchant and a peddler because he wanted to go and travel rather than go down the street and become a businessman. Yeah, I mean, I don't honestly, I, it says like they look similar, but like, I really don't think they look that similar. Oh, I don't you know, think so. Didn't he end up like the moon style. at the end? 
Yeah, I think he like went and turned. He himself really, into a uh, moon. yeah, like when they were flying off into the sky and the magic carpet, he was like his face was on the moon or something. He really, if he became a merchant after that, he really downgraded his <laughs> level of travel. True. I mean, to from caravan travel to oh, I'm just gonna jump and be the moon for a while. Yeah. So, I think it's a fun theory, but I just have a hard time believing it. Okay. All right. So, what about not being real? What about the merchant making it all up? I could see that one before I saw the other one. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of hate that, that one because Aladdin is my favorite. So yeah. for it to not be real, it's just sad. It's garbage. It is. But I could I could see it being a thing. The only problem I would have with that is what about the second and third movie? Because he's not in the second and third movie. He doesn't mm-hmm. come back to tell those stories. I th- and I think to analyze this theory, it would have to be taken autonomously, like separate from the other two. Okay, you're right. My my qualm with this theory, with it being all fake, is just what's the point? You know, I mean, it's kind of a null point to even talk about it. It's kind of like there's there's no point to the movie whatsoever if it's all fake. Mm-hmm. And you can't argue whether or not because our only source of information is the merchant. So it's it's totally decided by him whether it's real or not. So the thing is that the problem I have with that is it's not really a story worth telling. Hmm. Very true. Although, if it is yeah. true, he's got a great sales pitch. You're right. Marketing at its level. But he's got a great sales pitch. I want the lamp. Yeah. I want the carpet. He got me, man. I want the carpet. But the carpet's not real if this is true. Like, the, the carpet doesn't fly. It's like now if he broke out that carpet and took it for a spin, then <laughs> I'm buying it. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, all, all together now. <laughs> Do we bet on this or not? <laughs> I do not bet on either of them. They're just too far-fetched in my opinion. I agree. I think that they sound nice, and I like them. They were fun to talk about, but I really don't think that they make too much sense. So there's a unanimous no. So, I mean, we, we hey. kind of did come to unanimous on both. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, we definitely thing. can yes on both. So. We got a yes, and we got a no. Well, okay. That brings us to the end of our bet on it segment. Yeah, that was a great bet on segment. I definitely had fun, and I think that is some of the most in-depth conversation we've gotten about Disney. It is certainly the most in-depth conversation we've gotten from a guest. Yes, indeed. Deborah is definitely a close second, though. Yeah, no, she definitely dove into a lot of psychological things, and I like that a lot. And Joseph dove into big words. Big words. Lots of big words. They're good words. Very good good words. words. We just broadened our vocabulary. Yeah. Thank you for teaching us. Yes. Oh, of course. All right, great. Well, in closing, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week. Tune in next week as we tackle another set of Disney theories. And not only are we tackling another set of Disney theories, but we have a big time surprise coming for you guys. That's right. You'll have so to tune stay in, in to store. find out. Ooh. Yeah. So did you have fun tonight, Joseph? I had a blast. It was wonderful. Awesome. So glad to hear that. I hope you guys also had a blast and we will see you next week. Or you'll hear us next week. Yeah. You'll, you'll listen to us next week. Hopefully. Please. Hopefully. Yeah, not Joseph. Well, I mean. You won't hear me next week. I'll be listening next week. Yes. Awesome. All right. So glad to hear that. All right, guys. Have fun, Disney nerds. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.